Welcome back to the EV Diaries, your home for EVs in rural America. I'm Ben. And I'm Brent. All right, uh, guys, it's been a moment, Mm -hmm. and it's not been for lack of trying. (laughs) Uh, We've scheduled time to record, and it's just been one thing after another. And now I'll take full responsibility for that one because... I think I've got a very active life. <laughs> That's an understatement, I'm afraid. Uh, it might, might be, but uh, um, jack of all trades, mm-hmm. master of none. Yep. It depends on who's yelling the loudest and which direction I'm I'm getting pulled in. But uh, yeah, it's uh, finally got all those presentations finished. Yeah. Yeah. They were good too, just uh, for our audience members. I'll brag on him. He did a really good job in his presenting of the uh, tariffs and how they affect our members and how to understand them. So yeah, yeah, I was uh, doing a presentation, but basically for our MSRs who deal mm-hmm. with our customers, trying to give them uh, more insight because when you start talking power demand, yeah. power factor, load mm-hmm. factor, um, to uh, our MSRs, they they don't really know what that means. So I I hope I gave them better understanding. Yeah, but I had to make this presentation five times. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, the the first three were good and each time was different but the last one which was Wednesday yeah this week um, had some people in there that were more knowledgeable about the terminology yeah um, they none of more MSRs come think about it mm-hmm. and um, and they were uh, so they started asking questions that last session lasted two hours really and at the end of it it's funny Tim came up to me and he said huh you're really smart about all this stuff. I didn't know. I'm just like, thanks, man. Yeah. You need to tell him that sometime when he's doing some sort of IT thing. Oh, oh, I should. I should. But it was funny because uh, there was a whiteboard in there. Mm -hmm. And you know how I'm when I've got a whiteboard. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We we filled that whiteboard up three times. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was was good. But it's just like everything else, man. When when I'm doing something, I pour myself into it and then... Yep. Next thing it comes along, it prevents me from pouring myself into some things. Yep. So that's uh, that's my excuse making, and I'm <laughs> not making an excuse. I just apologize. Yeah. And we're moving forward. <laughs> All right. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was I was feeling sorta of down. I I went to an ENO conference in Tennessee, and um, I I just got really really down. And I had been thinking about some of the topics I wanted to cover, some of the articles that were coming out about the time. Now, keep in mind, this has been two, almost three weeks ago. Uh, but in the conference, we had a, a gentleman who is a PR guy for a very large organization, very influential. Um, and he started telling his story of EV experience. And I, I mean, I've heard this guy before. Mm-hmm. I was interested in what he was going to talk about and he gets up and he basically did a hit job on EVs. Mm -hmm. Now he had two or three that had been, um, company cars, uh, given to him to drive. He had one on his own and, um, he talked about his, his fifth EV, Mm -hmm. which was, um, 
a uh, Chevy Silverado diesel, and he <laughs> called it an EV because he said it was an efficient vehicle. Ah, yes. It got 40 miles to the gallon. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, I mean, he, he just absolutely, here you are in a, a room full of utility workers, mm-hmm. engineers, um, decision makers, yeah. CEOs, um, all sorts of, of people from all sorts of jobs in the utility industry. And he was basically saying, yeah. don't worry about EVs. Right. They're, they're not going to go away, but they're not going to be prolific. And this is why, and this is why they suck. Right. I'm just like, is that really the message? Yeah. But that's the message he brought. And like I said, very influential. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting here, I'm okay, this this is discouraging as it was. Yeah. And some of the things, I mean, he presented himself in a way that I couldn't stand up and go, uh, Yeah. You know, because he was he was spouting off facts. Right. But he was still doing this whole um injecting his experience and his opinion on his experience. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and he was still coming from this, you know, EVs are dirtier than, Oh yeah. Than, um, internal combustion engines, Mm -hmm. which is a big argument for a lot of people. Yeah. And for me, I'm just like, well, look at who commissioned the study. Right. Follow the money. Yeah. And that tells you what the results going to be. So don't believe any of it. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I was just like, you know, crawled back to the hotel room, <laughs> you know. And uh, so I'm sitting there pondering that. I'm also reading these articles that we're going to talk about today. And there were several. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it, it just depressed me yeah. until I had time to process it. Right. Um, and first thing we're going to talk about is Ford. Okay. Um Ford's pulling back from their EV production. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, they had their goals. They wanted to have uh, 600,000 EVs on the road by the end of this year. They've pushed that into next year. Mm -hmm. Um, They wanted to produce 150,000 F-150s this year, even though they've only sold 15,000. But that was their goal. They're pulling back from that. Um. And, you know, okay, so the the U.S. or the United Auto Workers, you know, they've finally, I think they've finalized all their strikes, and they've they've got all that, and everybody's back to work. Well, even on the heels of that, Ford announces that F-150 plant, they're going to furlough between 100 people. Yeah. And they're citing, you know, there's not a demand for the F-150. Yeah. You know, and then... There, it, it aggravates me because it's like, well, why? Well, there's not the demand for it. Okay. We don't have customers. We have supply chain issues. We have this. We yeah. have that. And, you know, supply chain issues, true or not, and I've, I've seen in my, my side business, I've seen supply chain mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's a, it's a problem. Right. But it's also a convenient excuse. Yeah. Oh, well, we, we can't get the parts for that, so we're going to adjust our, our projections. Right. And, you know, they're trying to keep these stock people happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, trying to boost sales, they, they cut the price of an F-150 Lightning with $10,000. Right. 
And I mean, it's but, just <clears throat> one one of the questions I would ask about that particular path you're going down is, I really think that <laughs> the the economy is not in a in a bad spot, but what's happening is is nobody wants to take on large amounts of debt because of the interest rates. Well, that's true. That's so true. I, I would I would venture to guess that car sales in general are probably not the best. Just well, like if you talk to real estate agents right now, houses aren't selling because right. because nobody wants to go from a three percent interest rate to a seven and a half percent interest right, rate. Right. Right. So and and that's ninety percent of everything. It's, it's the economy stupid. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean and that and that factors into this and we yeah. we should um but but, I, but it could also give them an excuse if they don't want to to pull back even more on EVs. Right. And and that's true. And that's use true. factual data saying, "Hey, it's it's not selling well." Yeah, but neither is the gas-powered F150 at $75,000 for right. 7% interest. Right. But I mean, they're 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 saying that this year their their EV division mm-hmm. is going to lose 4.8 billion dollars. Well, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> You know, so that'd probably I, break me. Yeah, that and you know they they've got shareholders that they've got to. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they're they're sort of pumping the brakes yep. here. And now a lot of that, the reason they're going to lose money, or I don't know exactly if this is part of it, but I know that they've they've got some expenditures because they were trying to expand production. Yeah. And and one of the things, and this is another one that hits home, they were building a battery plant in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, they were actually building two in Kentucky. And they've paused the second one. Right. And don't know when that'll come back, but you're looking at a $5.8 billion investment. Yeah. 5,000 jobs in Kentucky. And, and, right. You know, now we don't know if that's going to happen, you know, or when, if it does. Yeah. So, I mean, that's Ford. GM's going through the same thing. Right. I mean, they've got the same pressures. They they just got done with their strike. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because they, not neither one of them blamed the lack of EV sales on the strike. Right. Which, which is good because yeah. if if I was an auto worker, I wouldn't care. I'm still building a car. I'm still yeah, my paycheck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All pays the same. Yep. Um. So if you hear anybody saying it's the UAW don't want to build EVs, UAW don't care. No. Uh, in my opinion, I don't know. I'm not part of the UAW, so I can't say that for sure. Right. Um, but anyway, they're they're pushing all their sales goals out to 2025, mm-hmm. and their sales goals were not quite as aggressive. Um, they said by doing that, they're going to save $1.5 billion. So if you're an investor in GM, mm-hmm. tell them to make a – decent 1.4 liters turbo no i'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding uh, that's uh we're we're, we're past that mm. um but anyway this is going to cause delays and i mean because they the equinox was about to come out as an ev mm-hmm. um silverado ev you know people's been waiting for that yep and then uh the gmc sierra was gonna they were gonna have an ev option there so and they said it's all in the name of asset management, which right. makes sense. Okay, I'm, you're you're a money guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a money guy. Yeah, uh, by default anyway. Right. Um, and I mean, you know, and then and then you see Tesla is, they're twenty percent off this year, mm-hmm. or third quarter, or whatever, and I'm just like, 
you know, here we were as all rainbows and unicorns earlier yeah. this year, and now it's what the truck. Yeah. 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 I mean, and and that's, I'm, I, was, I was just sitting there just sort of wallowing in this. No, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, uh, you know, EVs are, are, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but they can stand on their own merits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, it's, we got this negative news coming out of the, the EV manufacturers and then you've got all these naysayers saying, see, see, yeah. EVs are not viable. Right. We told you yeah. EVs are not viable. And that's not the case. And I mean, most of these people saying that EVs aren't viable don't even know what viable means. No, that's Come on. true. Yeah. Two brain cells still yeah. together. Right. Uh, but anyway, so I, I got to thinking about this and I mean, Uh-oh. it's, it's, yeah, I smacked the mock there, people. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, but. I got to thinking, and and I do this from time to time, and it's not just on EVs. It's on everything. I'll build up this thing. I'm just like, oh, the weight of all this. And then I stop and say, okay, let's look at the facts. Right. Okay. Self-awareness, people. Mm -mm. Motivational part of the thing. Be aware. (laughs) Um, But let's look at the facts. Okay. 50% of people surveyed said that they would consider buying an EV. Now, I realize the keyword is considered. Right. But... The optimistic word there is consider. Yes. So, I mean, you've got people that before would not have purchased an EV saying, hey, you know, now that we're getting, I'm starting to see these chargers pop up everywhere and yeah. starting to see more of them on the road. Right. And um, people are touting all the economics. And then, we'll, you know, climate aside, mm-hmm. whether people are buying into that or not. Yeah. You know, this, this just makes sense. And, you know, and I'm, like I said, I'm a firm believer. I would rather have American-made electricity powering my car. Right. Uh, Of course, we've had discussions about hydrogen here before we started recording. Yeah. And, you know, I think think eventually hydrogen may or may not be the the next thing Mm -hmm. since since nuclear is such a boogeyman, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. Maybe, maybe hydrogen. I don't know. We can ask the people in Hindenburg. Um, <laughs> no, but, I mean, a, a big reason, like you said, you know, the price of the cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ford slash trying to get it closer to, yeah. you know. Um, a lot of people saying they're still too expensive. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Uh, but we are getting closer to price parity. Yep. That's a fact. And the battery tech is getting better. Yep. The infrastructure is getting better. And we should probably talk about battery batteries at some episode just Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at this, I'm just like, okay, it's, it's still getting better. It's still getting better. Mm-hmm. No need to be discouraged. And then you get other articles. Ford's killing off a couple of nameplates so that they can replace them with E V models. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's good. Yeah. Um, what is? It's not the Festive. It's the Edge. Yeah. Ford Edge. Yeah. yeah. I've had one of those. Yeah. I think they're getting ready to kill it. Are they? They're killing something else so that they can, like a panel delivery van mm-hmm. type thing. And then um, they're going to make a smaller truck. Are they? Smaller than F-150. So. Well, do they? I saw a Ranger, I thought, not too long ago. Was it electric? No. Well, 
Well, what, yeah, what no, I'm I've saying. seen the Rangers, yeah. yeah. So they're going to make it an electric vehicle. I don't think that's going to replace the, na- or the Ranger nameplate, but it's going to be a, a smaller, more economical truck than I the see. F-150. Yeah. Which that's always, uh, you know, need a cheaper vehicle, make right. it smaller with less bells and whistles. Uh, one of the things I would ask like is... Like the Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> is like the... I have an issue with the cost of an electric vehicle being an issue because where we're from, and it's probably this way in a lot of rural communities, you have trucks all over the place. And oh, trucks yeah. would include SUVs. All right. I would, I, you don't see a lot of cars on the road, really. Not around here, no. No. And so if you go in price right now, you know, a gas powered run of the mill F 150. It's going to be more expensive than an EV that you could get. The difference would be the EV probably wouldn't be a truck, right? Right. So you could get you could get an EV. I bet you could go out and get the EV6, for instance, that Kia makes. Right. For cheaper than you could get a brand new F-150 that's gas-powered. I'll guarantee it. So I have a problem with the cost being pointed out by somebody who's saying that's the reason why I'm not buying it when they're driving a dually. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So part of that has definitely got to be, I want a truck and I want power. You know, Tim yeah. Toolman, I can't do his voice, voice but, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what they want, especially around these areas, which right. is, which are, are kind of who we're... He's a famous car guy, too. Yeah, so, he is. Yeah. Like, who we're talking to. So I think that has to kind of play into it as well. Right. Because right. I'm not... I'm not buying any vehicles right now because I have two children that are getting ready to turn 16. And so we're going to be heavily in the used car market probably for all four of us Mm -hmm. over the next three or four years. That's not going to include an EV unless I come across a good used one probably. Right, right. And I feel you on that one. You know, I mean, prices are just, I'm not willing to go out and replace my truck with a $75,000 truck, whether it's gas or electric. Right. I need to be like in the 20 to 30 range. Right. And that's hard to do no matter what yeah. route you I go. Mean, you you look at my which um my BMW is an E V, it is a BMW as well. Right. But I bought it um let's say I got it what, twenty twenty, it was two thousand seventeen model. Mm-hmm. Um it had less than ten thousand miles on it. Right. And I bought it because I could get it cheaper mm-hmm. than I could get anything else yeah um actually i paid about the same because I, I looked at buying a new mini yeah i, I remember you I really talking about did. that yeah and i actually got it for a few thousand dollars less than i could have got a new base model mini yeah and i wouldn't have been happy with that because i would wanted the the turbo and right now you have to pay extra for stick i yeah. mean yeah yeah it is what it is um anyway uh so you know Ford's Ford's doing all this. They're making moves. They're thinking ahead. They're they're investing billions of dollars. Right. GM's doing the same. So even though they're taking a step back, yeah, they're still heavily yeah. heavily invested. Right. And um, I got, I got to think about that, and I said, well, you know, they're they're just taking a pause. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, and you know, right now I'm I'm training for a marathon. Yeah. Okay. Running Disney 2024. Yay. Right. Doing the marathon. Yeah. Um, not doing all the other races because a they're impossible to get into now. Yeah. And I did the dopey in 2014, and I don't have to prove anything to anybody. <laughs> okay. Nothing. Right. Um, but back in um, in 2014 when we were actually training for uh, the dopey men friend that ran it with me mm-hmm. we also ran um the disney half and the whatever 13k is that they do back to back the dumbo double dare yeah we, we did that as well same year in 2014 yeah uh forget how many miles that is but it's, it's a lot yeah um but anyway when when we started training for just to stay healthy 2014 we sort of adopted this this run walk jeff galloway who Jeff Galloway was instrumental in getting the whole Run Disney program going. In fact, his uh, daughter-in-law, I think, is like their CEO, mm-hmm. or she's the face of it anyway. Yeah. Uh, but that's a that's a sideline. Uh, not had too many of those this morning. <laughs> um, but anyway, it that sort of made me lazy. Mm-hmm. And even now, I'm training for this marathon. We're going to do a run-walk cycle. Yeah. Just because. Yeah. Now, first time I ran Disney... Um, and, and I'm going to actually, I'm going to make a, a point about <laughs> for GM here. Um, I ran between water stations, which yeah. they had water stations about every two miles. Yeah. Okay. It's 2010. I was in much better shape then, much younger then. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I guess I was about 13 years younger. Yeah. Then. Uh, but 2010, I ran between water stations and I would stop, make sure I got plenty of water take a little break, walk for a minute, minute and a half, and then I would take on. So basically, I was, about every 20 minutes, I was stopping yeah. and, and walking for a minute or two. Okay? And I think that what we're looking at in EV adoption, that's where I'm coming full circle, uh-huh. get ready for it, Yeah, is it's, it's a marathon. Yes. It's not a sprint. It's yep. a marathon. You're exactly right. And I think that Ford and GM are sort of taking a walk break right now. Yep. And... It's economically driven. I mean, you know, like we talk, we talk about interest rates. Yeah. Um, I mean, so EVs, we're still gaining ground. We're still moving forward. We're just not moving as forward as we have been yeah. the past couple of years. Um, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. And I mean, I still think EVs, um, I'm glad that the, that we we got some government involvement mm-hmm. that that has pushed this. Whether whether we're being manipulated uh, emotionally, statistically, yeah. however, yeah. and I'll just leave it at that because we're not going to be political today. No, um, I think EVs just on merit alone could have, would have, should have replaced internal combustion engines. Mm-hmm. Um, but there has been a lot of factors at play. And now that we, we've had this push, people are starting to see. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I think that, that, you know, we're gaining ground. We would have gained ground had we, um, done this all along. Yeah. And, um, well, and I want to, I want to do a little bit of a history lesson here. And this is why I'm saying this. Charles Rolls. Mm Mm-hmm. The one half of Rolls Royce, mm-hmm. okay, 
purchased an electric vehicle in 1898. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Yeah. 1898. In 1900, he uh, he reportedly said. The electric car is perfectly noiseless and clean. Mm-hmm. There is no smell or vibration, and they should become very useful when fixed charging stations can be arranged. <laughs> but for now, I do not anticipate that, that they will be very serviceable, at least for many years to come. Mm-hmm. Okay, 1900. Okay, that's 123 years ago. Yep. Rolls-Royce, or rolls um, said that EVs are the future. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, now you think about this, and this this is the history lesson part of this. Um, the DC motor's only been around about 191 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's when Sturgeon, I won't say Charles, but he's a preacher. Yeah. Some other Sturgeon, um, maybe William. He 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 invented the DC motor. Yeah. Or he's credited to in 1832. So, okay. 191 years ago, we've only had AC power, which allows us to transfer yeah. electricity long distances uh, since 1886. Right. That's 137 years. We're we're not we're not we're 137 years removed right. from being able to get electricity from point A where it's generated to point B where it's used. Yep. In an efficient manner. Now, okay. Well, what what about petroleum? Petroleum's been around been around a while. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, it, it's sort of funny. Uh, kerosene wasn't commercially viable. Um, it replaced twill blubber uh, in the mid eighteen hundreds. I mean, think about that. Yeah, we were still mining quails. <laughs> <laughs> in the 1800s. Right. And I, th- I think we're still mining quills in certain parts of the world, yeah. even though we shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, but we were using quill blubber uh, to light our homes right. in, in the mid-1800s. Um, the Ming Dynasty, this is fun. Yeah. This is fun. They were using a version of kerosene. Okay. In 1500 B.C. <laughs> to do the same thing. So, yeah. Um, there you go. Chinese are innovative. Yeah. Well, here, you know, one thing I, I will say that that I learned is that all this stuff. That is, was a blanket statement. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That's that's where <laughs> racism begins. Not all Chinese are innovatives, but a lot of them really are. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> that's bad. Oh that's God. bad. I would say that a lot of this, all this stuff, is hard. Right. Is one definite statement that I would make, but at the same time. It all comes from uh, very simplistic origins. Like, I always thought nuclear power was something that it w- that it's not really. You know, in a in a in a in a um, where they create power nuclear, all they're doing is heating water up into steam, right. Right. and they're using nuclear power to heat the water. Which is a very simplistic idea. However, it's really hard to do that. You know, there's a lot well, of things that had to happen. That's what we're doing a coal-fired power plant, too. Right, right. You're, it's the same thing. It's, it's the not same a new. Thing. It's it's just you don't have to. A nuclear power source is not something that is. It, it, we're not combusting anything. Right. It's just getting hot because of the reaction. Right. Okay. But you're still just heating water up 
to turn it into steam to turn the turbine to create power. Right. So what you're illustrating and what you're saying is none of these are new ideas. We're just getting better and better at executing them. Right, right. Which, which my guess would be most people think that these are some brand spanking new ideas. No. But they're not really. There's, there's nothing new under the sun. Right, which is what which I is mean, what you're saying. Uh, Solomon said that, yes. you know, back back in Bible times. So right. there's nothing new under the sun. And and that's true. Like and and so that's what bothers me about Of course were the pyramids built by aliens. Well, well that, here we go. A, that's right. another... This is not the EV <laughs> podcast. That's a good one. Yeah. Um but but you know, it's people I don't understand why people get scared of stuff when you're just taking old technology and making it better, which is all we've ever done, really. Right, right. You know, and that's what we're trying to do now. Well, I mean, if if you look here, 100 years ago, 123 years ago, to be precise, Rolls is saying electric cars is the way to go. Right. It's just going to take getting some infrastructure in place. Yes. And guess what? Uh 2023, we're saying electric cars are the way to go. We just got to get infrastructure in place. Yeah. Okay, but we're closer to getting infrastructure now than we were. Yep. The truth of the matter is, if you had talked to somebody in the the 1850s when kerosene came, right? You know, when we first started refining right. crude oil, we would have had no idea back then about plastic, no, which is a oil product, right? We would have not known about gasoline, right? I mean, that was a that was a discovery that had to be made once we started. Yep. Mining for kerosene here. Right. We have no idea what cars of the future, the cars from 100 years now, are going to look like no. or what they're going to be powered by. No, no clue. And, and I mean, uh, we can presume, mm-hmm. and we will presume, that they will be better for the environment. Right. And they'll be sustainable. Right. Because that is where we are moving. Mm-hmm. And when we first got internal combustion engines... Nobody thought anything about oil or pollution. Right. Okay. Then in the seventies, oh well, we're we're going to run oil. Come to find out, the uh, the Earth makes oil every day. It's it's right. sort of funny. Right. It sort of bleeds oil. Right. Um, Basically. Yeah. Trouble is, you got to stab it to get it. Yeah. And you can't stab it no more. <laughs> right. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Th- I mean, I'm being simplistic and sort of no, silly but there, but, but that's true. I mean, but I mean, yeah, you you. Um, we, we, we don't want drilling, um, especially in pristine land. Well, here, here I'll, I'm going to interject this okay. because I think that it's it's true. It's okay to drill for oil as long as it's not in my backyard. Oh, oh gosh, valid. Or it's or it's okay to have a nuclear power plant plant as long as okay. it's not out my back window. And these yeah. are all problems. Hey, hey you, you go up the, the east coast there, you can have windmills as long as they're not in my backyard. That's right. Fracking is a is Hate a to great. Go out in Kenny Buckport and <laughs> run into a windmill, slice my boat in two. Fracking, oh gosh, yeah, we're we're gonna get hate mail on this Fra- one. Fracking, right. fracking is another innovation that allowed us. I don't understand any of it, but right. I guarantee you that you don't want your house close to the where they're doing that. No, and apparently you don't want to drink the well water. Exactly. Yeah, and so. All this stuff. I don't want to drink the well water around here. Right. No, yeah. You can go there. People, you can pick anything like that pipeline they were going to build from Canada through the U.S. through the Native American lands. Those people didn't want that pipeline through there. No. And can you blame them? 
No. How could you? They're no. not going to put if they put a pipeline through my backyard. I'm going to protest. Well, I mean, it's it's just even around here, even localized, uh, looking for a location for a new substation. Right. Yeah, that's a problem. And and people's just like, uh, you ain't put. And and we actually, I think they they settled and found a common deal with somebody yeah. that had some property. But yeah, yeah, they didn't want no. Yeah. So anyway, I mean. Isn't that always the case? It is. Yeah. yeah. And that that's why that that's what bothers me about people picking and choosing stuff because they don't they don't know all the facts. You yeah. know? And a lot of it is they're selfish. That's what? true. You're human right. con- human condition. That's right. Yeah. Well, anyway, cars of the future. I want my Jetson car. Yes. I really do. Well, have you seen the the Honda commercial? I love the Honda commercial. The Honda right. commercial is showing how they're innovating and mm-hmm. and it, it says uh we're trying to we're going to make your next ev and it shows a car flying right and then it says uh we're going to make it to where we can take your old honda and turn it into your new honda oh no that would be cool now these are way out there ideas yeah but who's to say that one of those is yeah. not exactly where we land 100 oh, years from now oh. and i can tell you one thing we're not going to land there if we keep saying no change Right, right. Yeah. Oh, we can't do that. It's too hard. Right. There's got to be a balance between progressive yeah, right. and not. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, hey, may, maybe we can do this. I wrote this down. Um, maybe we could all have go-karts that run off uh, shares and locks. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That would be very cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I won't be able to go anywhere because I don't have any shares and locks. No. Oh, that either. being said... If you've enjoyed the show today, share the show. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. I mean, we've, this. Well, I, I just hate that. I that, got over my depression, yeah, to say I, the least. Right. <laughs> I hate that that's where we had to start because like I've, I've been, I've been in situations like that before with other forms of technology. And I've told this before, I think on the podcast, when it mm-hmm. comes to phones, the text messaging thing, I got so frustrated with some people around me saying, this is stupid. Why don't I just call them? Yeah. Let me just call them. Because I don't want to talk to you, but you can send me a text. Yes. yes. And now all those people are on board. Yep. Yep. It's it's crazy. So. Well, the point is, right now, today, um, I think this is the biggest problem, and I think this is probably what triggered a little bit of my depression. There is a lot of uncertainty yes. and fear. There is. In the world. There just is. period. Yep. And I think we are being driven a lot by emotion and mm-hmm. not by logic. Yep. If, like I said, logically, once, like Charles Rolls said, <laughs> once we have the charging infrastructure in place, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Right. Um, but, I mean, we've got this constant news cycle, this social media, um, and I've, I've expressed my disdain for all of that. Yeah. Um, it's just making everybody anxious. Right. I mean, there's, I mean, look, we, we got war, rumors of war, right back to the Bible. Right. Um, we've got, um, fear over, uh, you know, what's the next pandemic that's coming right? and how bad is it going to be? You know, and it's just a matter of time before something else pops up. Yeah. And then, I mean, just people's, it's just weighing on people's mental health. Right. I mean, and then we got all the crazies (laughs) acting crazy. Yeah. It's like, how did we get here? Yeah. Everything is creating chaos. Yeah. And the chaos is starting to wear on people. Oh, yeah. So, uh, 
like I said, to wrap this up, you know, Ford and Chevy, GM, GM. Mm-hmm. We're going to say GM because it's yeah. not just Chevy. They have several nameplates. Right. Um, and several brands. Um, I mean, they're taking, taking a step back. Yeah. And they really are. Um, just, it's for economic reasons. Yeah. And the economic reasons are being driven by this, this fear and uncertainty in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, but, you know, it's good to take a step back. It's good to take that pause because then you can breathe, yeah. assess the situation, yeah. and then start back. Yeah. Well, I think, too, that um, these these companies, and this is in any industry, but take the automotive industry, like they're trying to figure – they don't want to get left behind. Right. And so it is all a process to figure out, you know, like we talked about in a recent podcast, they don't want to be BlackBerry. Yes, yes. You know, I mean... They want to stay relevant. They want to stay cutting edge. They want to stay producing something that somebody wants. The consumer is definitely the driving force. So when it comes to, uh, because we've talked about this before, being forced to do something, that only really goes so far. Like if, if, if people don't want to buy EVs, you and I can talk about this till we're blue in the face. Yeah. They won't happen. Right, right. Even, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like... And that's such a shame because, you know, and we've discussed before that a lot of people, you couldn't give them an EV. Right. You couldn't give it to them. So here here you go, take it, it's yours. Yeah. A lot of people wouldn't have it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, performance is better. Yeah. It's just not as convenient at this present moment time oh, to right. own one. right. Right. But eventually it's going to be probably more convenient. Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyway, I get to charge at my house. I can't say too much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, you've got it you've got it figured out though. I mean Yeah. All right. Well, my last thought, and this comes back to the motivational thought of the day. All right. Is that maybe all of us just need to take a step back and breathe. Yeah. And uh push again ahead tomorrow. Yep. So <laughs> I agree. Um we should be thankful for where we're at. We mm-hmm. I mean Okay, so so we're slowing down. Yeah. I mean, there was an article today. Um, well, it's actually yesterday, and I haven't read it yet, but it's uh, on whether the demand for EVs is growing or shrinking because nobody can tell. Right. Which is weird. But be thankful for where we are, and we'll, we'll hit it again tomorrow. Yep. All right, guys, that's all I have. Um, yeah, that's, I mean. I mean, I, I think it's an interesting discussion. And I think that we should keep fear from, from dominant. Let's, let's use some logic. Yep. Use some logic, but our emotions are easily manipulated. They are hard to control. That's for sure. All right, guys, uh, that's it. Um, we've, uh, hopefully it won't be so long before next time. Uh, we do have plans to have a special guest at some point. Yep. Um, He's got some questions, and he's got some knowledge, Mm -hmm. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. But until then, that's all I've got. We're just two guys talking. That's it.